Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody, show love one time. I'm strong enough to fight my battles. I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that... Hi, welcome back to Lost Light and Laughter, an inspirational show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. And today I have a special friend with me, Lynette. Come on in and tell the audience about your Yourself. Hi, I'm Lynette. I work for Brian ISD and I do healthcare on the side. And I'm just here just to get some inspiration from everybody as well as myself. All right, awesome. Well, Lynette, as you know, the name of the show is called Loss, Light, and Laughter. And so I want you to talk to us about a significant loss in your life. April 23rd, 2017, I lost my best friend, which is my brother. Um, he was killed by a drunk driver in Dallas, Texas. And so um, for the past almost five years, life has been just a whirlwind for me. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the relationship that you had with your brother. Tell us like your best friend. My brother. Oh, gosh. We have the best relationship. Um, Pretty much we were inseparable. He literally told me at one point, he said, we are so close. Like if one of us ever was to go, what would the other do? Mm -hmm. And now I'm living the reality of that. And I kind of try to live off of his words because he's deep into the spiritual world, into everything that was positive. And so I'm just trying to live off of that. Mm -hmm. Tell us, um, go back to the day you got the news. April 23rd, I was working at the rehab in Bryan. And um, one of the nurses came and told me, she's like, well, your phone keeps ringing. And so we thought it was my daughter. So I went and checked and it wasn't her and one of my friends from California, Eric Collins, he ended up calling me and told me, you know, okay, your brother was killed in a car wreck and I thought it was a mistake identity. Um, Eventually I collapsed in the halls. A lot of nurses and doctors were around me. I don't remember too much of that day because it was so vivid, but I do remember telling him to call his phone, like call him just to see. I know it's a it's, it was a mistake. And, um, you know, later on, it it was reality. It was real. So once you realize that this is, it really happened, this is not a bad dream. Yeah. Tell us about where you were. Eventually, I got home and that was a Sunday. And my mom and her friend, my mom found out in church. Mm-hmm. And so um, when her and her friends came up to, to the house. I was sitting on the porch and I don't know who was all around me, but her friends came up and they wanted to talk about God and they believe in prayer. And I don't remember if I said any bad words, but I told them, you know, right now I'm not into God. I don't want to hear your prayers. I don't want to hear anything about God. God is not real. And they were telling me, you know, God don't make any mistakes. And I'm like, well, he did today, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was no coming back from that. I could not snap back to reality. Uh, for a long time. Me and God had a real fallout. Yeah. And so tell us about where you were um, 
before the accident, you know, like before your relationship with God before then? My relationship with God was pretty good. Um, I got everything I ever asked for as a child. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I, I used to pray for a little girl and I have a little girl and I used to pray to work with children and I work with children. I love my life. I love everything about my life. So me and God, we were really good. I see nothing but positivity. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when April 23rd happened, it all reversed to everything negative. Um, I stopped praying. Mm-hmm. One time I had a temper tantrum on the bathroom floor, grown as tall as I am. Yeah. And, you know, I, I told God, you are non-existent to me. Mm-hmm. I will not speak of you anymore. But then probably about 2019 mm-hmm. is when I kind of started praying and everything. But 2020 20 is mm-hmm. when I just, I came back. I, came. I snapped back. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you are just being so vulnerable. And like, I hate that this happened because I remember the relationship that you had with your brother. Like they were like twins. Okay. (laughs) He'd come up to the school and, you know, he was there. And when it all happened, it was just like, it was surreal. It was just like, it, it didn't happen to me, but it was happening to me, you know, Mm because when you see someone that loves so hard, and you see someone that's just a great person and then they're not here anymore. It's just like, why? Right. You know? And so I know you had those questions of, of why. Um, has God ever reconciled that with you? God has on and off. Um, I believe if you ask God and if you ask to see anything that you want to be manifested, that you should ask God and wait for it. It doesn't come overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times within the past almost five years, I, I'll ask like, hey, give me a sign. And this especially when I started praying again in mm-hmm. 2020, I would say, give me a sign. Let me know my brother is around. And, you know, I would get signs all the time. And literally, I just had a sign oh, two weeks ago. Good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And so when we look at that, um, and we can see the transition. And I think this is the beauty of uh, the show. And this is what I want people to really get and understand. Like, sometimes we have these really hard hits. And it's like the ground has just been removed from us, mm-hmm. from underneath us. And we're struggling to make sense of it. Like, why did this happen? You know, like, God, like... We were good. Why change this good thing that we had going on, right? And you're just like, God, how can I come back? How can I laugh again? How can I just... Because really, at the end of the day, we just want to go back to our old life, okay? That's all we want. Like, we don't want nothing new. We don't want to learn nothing. We don't, All I want to do is go back to my old life. And I'm like, God... How do I get back to my old life? And, you know, we have to come to the point where we realize we're not going back. And God, how can you heal that hurt to accept so I can accept the new life that you have for me? And so when we look at that, we are, you know, we have to just accept God's love and truly believe he's there for us. But then it's the joy. Like, I remember having conversations with you and it was just like, it was hard to get you to laugh, you know? Like, so talk to me about laughter. Like, when did you see the transition 
from the hurt. And that's one of those things. This is her best friend and brother. Okay. It's not one or the other. And to lose that, talk to us about the transition in your emotions and your feelings, even getting to the point where, you know, you can laugh again. Um, I think the transition happened in 2018 when I initially I was with the school district and my brother always encouraged me like, you know, you're better than that because I'm just a teacher assistant, but we don't get paid anything. Right. And so he was like, you know, you have to go out, go into the medical field. This is great for you. It's good money. It's good because I love to work with people anyway. So he encouraged me to do that. So I quit the school district. But then when everything happened, um, 2018, I went back to the school district Mm -hmm. and I was a little worried because I was like, well, he encouraged me to do better. I did do better and I love the patients and everything, but I have passion behind the students. Mm -hmm. And so I literally had a dream that my brother was in this relay and he was running with children Mm -hmm. and he was just so happy. And I was like, Okay, so I woke up and I was like, that's that's my cue. That's him yeah. saying, it's okay if you go back to the <laughs> It's okay if you don't get paid a lot. Do what you love. Uh-huh. And so that was transitional for me too. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, he approve of it. I can go back and be happy. And yeah. I've been happy. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. So talk to me about a time where you just remember just laughing, just cracking up and just going back there. Um. Actually, it's, it's with the signs. Um, yeah. Like I said, before spring break, um, my brother and I love rainbows and, you know, I love kids. Mm-hmm. And so one of my students randomly, she brought me um, roses. And my brother always give people roses for Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Um, he would do that with everybody. I mean, so many people in public has walked up to me and said, I know you don't know me, but I know your brother. He would always give me flowers or roses. Anyway. Uh-huh. So one of my students came up and she gave me roses one morning. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And then later on, while I was in my car duty, it had rained. But I thought I seen a rainbow little puddle right next to my duty. Uh And I said, oh, well, I guess I was mistaken. I I didn't see a rainbow. And then all of a sudden, I seen rainbows printed everywhere. And it wasn't the normal rainbow. It was on the concrete. And so I started laughing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this real? So then a car ran over the rainbow and they all disappeared. Uh-huh. And so I thought I was hallucinating. <laughs> I was like, maybe I just thought I wanted to see it, but it really did happen. And then later on that same morning, I found out I won paraprofessional um, out of the whole school. Woo! Congratulations. Well, thank you. And so they gave me flowers. Well, my brother would give me flowers and he'd give me roses. And, you know, he loved my rainbow signs. Uh-huh. And so then... I had another thing that happened um, that one of his friends came up and he was just talking to me and he said, you know, I'm I'm happy to see that you're doing better. Mm -hmm. And I looked and I said, this is insane. And I didn't believe it, but I thank God. And that's me also keeping myself in belief with God. Like we had a fallout. Life happens. One lady, Miss Ida. She worked at Greyhound and she told me one day, she said, how can you love the created more than the creator? Mm-hmm. And I would tell her I was so raw with my emotion. I was like, well, he shouldn't have created him mm-hmm. if he knew he was going to take him. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I was like, God, I will be nine in my second life, as I say, mm-hmm. in, in July. And I asked God, why would you allow my brother to save my life? Mm-hmm. Then you take my brother. Mm-hmm. 
But again, with all of these signs, yeah, it's like it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You can be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in different forms. And sometimes we get stuck in the way that it used to be. Right. And the transition and accepting that God has a different way. He's still here, you know, Um, that's the beauty. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty in this. And so Lynette, talk to us, let us know, okay, you've experienced this. Tell us about a time where, or even just tell us a a story that every time you think of, you go back and you feel like you're just cracking up. Uh, You're just laughing. (laughs) Um, Okay. Chapstick. Okay. And it, it, a lot of things relate to my brother. And uh-huh. his name is Charlie, by the way. Uh-huh. I'm sorry I never shared that. But, um, you know, when I see girls or even myself, I, I will put on chapstick and I don't put too much on uh-huh. because he always say, well, why do girls always put too much lip gloss or chapstick on? And it looks like you've been eating fried chicken on it. <laughs> and he said it looked like the grease in the chicken. Yeah. So now I just put one swipe. And I just make it work. Yeah. And I try not to have the glossy chicken lips. So, <laughs> so you see a lady walking down the street like, mm, that's what Charlie was talking about. <laughs> and, and I laugh at that often. It happens every day. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about them every day. And yeah. I talk about them every day. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us, Lynette, if you have, if you met someone who just recently lost their brother or best friend, what advice would you share with them to kind of transition Give yourself time. Um, at the beginning, I, I went to the pastor and she was trying to tell me good things. And I told her, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about God. And I let myself feel my emotions and they were really raw and they are still raw. Um, it's, it's just you have to let yourself go through the motions. It's not easy. It don't happen overnight. Like I said, I'm nearly five years in and I'm still um this place in my feelings in life but I am okay and you will be okay you just have to give yourself grieving time there's no expiration date on grieving that's right that's right thank you so much for saying that I know a lot of times people in their um with their best intentions they want to rush your grieving process they want you to just hurry up and be happy again but sometimes it's a mistake because you never truly get to process your hurt and your feelings. And it just shows up later in another way. Right. And you're lashing out. Right. And if we would have just given you the time to grieve and heal the way you need to heal, you know, you can, you can heal and not have to go backwards and start all over again. And so I want to thank you so much for being so transparent and so real and understanding like, God is going to use this. And so every single person that hears this, they'll be able to relate to you and to know that it's okay to grieve and we don't have to rush it so everyone else feels comfortable. We just have to take our time as God heals us. And then the other thing that I realized that you mentioned, it was just like, you're now more aware than ever before about God's grace and how he moves and how he reveals himself. And, you know, now you see the rainbows and you smile. Now you see them greasy lips and you smile. (laughs) Whereas before you couldn't, you know, you see the roses, people are talking to you and now you can receive it. 
and you are full and you are experiencing it. And so I just want everyone that hears this to share, 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 and let everyone understand like this is sometimes how grief works. And it's okay to just give people an opportunity to heal. And so that concludes this episode of Lost Light and Laughter. Lynette, I want to thank you once again for coming on and sharing your story and being so vulnerable with us. It's an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. All right. You guys have a good one and be blessed. Be blessed, everybody. It's time to show love. Everybody show love one time. It's time to give praise, everybody Give praise one time, yeah It's time to show love, everybody Show love 